This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Looking to get out of the ads and back to the story? Fable and Folly Plus is a new way to support the creators you love. The podcast you're listening to right now and more than 60 others can be heard ad-free for as little as $4 a month by visiting fableandfolly.com slash plus. And now, the Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program is offering bonus content to Fable and Folly Plus supporters, including character creation and how-to-play episodes, plus cast and crew outtakes, all still entirely ad-free. Fable and Folly Plus. Sign up today at fableandfolly.com slash plus. Omniverse. The Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program contains content that may not be suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. Visit CthulhuMystery.com and head to Patreon.com slash Omniverse Media to join our community of fans and unlock further secrets. Do you hear that? In the cruel blackness of night, an unknowable evil from beyond time cries out. What dark deeds unfold on the streets of Arkham, and which unwitting souls, innocent or impure, will succumb to the maddening call, the call of Cthulhu. Eric's Dessert Company, makers of luscious jelly crystals, bring you part two of the Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program, tonight's strange story, A Murder Most Mysterious. With luscious jelly crystals, you'll enter a new dimension of taste sensation. Twelve flavors you and your family will love to eat and she'll love to make. Luscious jelly crystals will brighten up any drab day and tongues from coast to coast are taking tasteful inventory. The secret is the patented flavor bud. One lick and you'll be in a luscious world of double-rich cherry flavor, succulent peach, and juicy melon. Luscious jelly crystals are sublime, unlike any gelatin dessert you've tasted before. And you won't believe how easy it is. Everything you need is sealed within the flavor bud and brought to life with Eryx's jelly crystals. In no time, you'll have a jiggling, wriggling, writhing dessert that's impossible to resist. A meal you've got to try, and so pleasing to the eye, you can't help but cry. Oh my, that's luscious. Luscious jelly crystals from Eryx Dessert Company. Look for them at your grocery store. The one in the non-Euclidean box. Previously... The denizens of Big Mama's boarding house were shaken from their sleep by a shrill scream and ghastly news. A police officer had come calling with questions about their housemate, Hannah Pickering, a young woman who that very evening had been found dead, the result of a savage attack. That horror happened outside of town. The scream was that of the kindly Ma, who, while helping the police officer, was struck by her own tenant, an elderly Bible salesman called Father Grandfather. He was taken into custody for his assault, yet shockingly, by all accounts, appears not to have been the murderer. Now, as the sun rises over Arkham, 
Light is cast on the sinister leavings of the cruel night. all get some sleep. You guys are woken up bright and early next morning by a surprisingly cheerful Ma, who now has uh, uh, a nice livid scar covered in stitches. Her smile powers through it. <laughs> well, aren't you just a ray of sunshine? Probably the morphine. <laughs> if I was there, I'd punch her smile. Uh, on my way downstairs to go to breakfast, if the door is open, unlocked that is, I would like to go into the old man's room, see if there's anything, uh, any scratch I can find. Well, as, as his door hadn't been locked, uh, or closed even, uh, uh, since the altercation, uh, yeah, it's, li- it's lying open, uh, there's currently, uh, what looks for all the world to be a pipe bomb sitting on his, uh, on his bed. <laughs> I'm gonna leave that alone. <laughs> Anything under the mattress? Um, uh, a stack of Bibles. <laughs> Why? I, I had several other things about me to read. I'll flip through a couple in, uh, in case there's any money in there. Uh, you flip it open. Uh, the front page says, this is a secret Bible. A secret Bible? That's why he keeps it under the mattress. Ah, uh, well, uh, I'll turn a couple more pages and see if there's any indication of what kind of a secret Bible this might be. Looks like it's the kind he keeps under his mattresses, although... Uh, I don't know if Father Grandfather has anything else to add to that about the nature of his Bibles. He's going to have to roll a check to see if he can get the back part open. <laughs> or your spot hidden. Uh, my spot hidden is a 38. I rolled a 51. Okay, so something's wrong with this Bible. You can tell that. You flip open the first few pages. doesn't seem to really be uh, any, anything out of the unusual. And then, yeah, g- given the, given the uh, extremity of this, uh, you, you, you do notice, though, that for some reason the back half of the pages don't seem to flip. Uh, if there's a lock, I'll force it. You don't seem to see one anywhere on it. That's 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 the rub. Whatever whatever Father Grandfather's secrets are, they are well kept. So uh, so there's no way I can see to definitely get this thing open easily without. If if you want to be late to breakfast, you can spend a good twenty minutes jimmying around with it, and get it, try to pop it open, or you can just hammer away at it. I'll just shove it under his pillow and see if I come back to it. Okay, okay. You make your way down to breakfast along with everybody else. Uh, again, the surprisingly chipper Ma is down there serving breakfast to everybody. Uh, she she makes sure to to give uh, Hank Jr. and Sam Spade particularly large helpings of bacon for their kindness. Bacon. And she says, "Oh, uh, by the way, um, a police officer gentleman uh, 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 gave a call, uh, uh, Mr. Spade, and said he was going to be coming by soon. Uh, he should be here pretty soon to." Ha- uh, answer some, uh, or ask you some questions. I wasn't quite sure what it was about. I kind of, uh, drifted for a bit there, and, and she just trails off. Do I smell alcohol? <laughs> <laughs> no, but her, her eyes are pretty wide. Uh, okay. Cyril, okay. you recognize that look. I do, do I? Yeah, you recognize that look. She's, uh, riding high. Okay. Understandable, given yeah. her situation. Duly noted, uh, in case I need to replenish my supply before I head out. <laughs> She just gets a long pause that goes on. I'll just be like, well, thank you kindly for the bacon, <laughs> Mom. Uh, and just start finishing. Well, you guys have a, a wonderful breakfast, all of you, except for uh, the good father-grandfather who has a piece of cold toast 
with butter on it. The Lord provides me all the nutrition I need. Speaking of which, uh, Father Grandfather, after you have your meager jail breakfast, uh, a, uh, a cop comes up to you and says, uh, uh, Mr. Grandfather, my understanding that uh, your landlord has decided not to press charges, uh, so you're going to be released under your own recognizance. You're set free. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> well, thank oh, you, Jesus. sir. I, I knew you'd get, all Get the hell out of jail. <laughs> and you lose D4 of your credit rating. What? Three. Okay, so you lose three points of your credit rating as your good name is besmirched by assaulting your landlord and being arrested. I'm, I'm sprinting back to my to the boarding house, to okay. my rooms of secret bibles. <laughs> <laughs> I need them with me at all times. You're, you're running back there uh, with speed. Uh, uh, me- meanwhile, as you guys are eating your uh, breakfast, there's a knock at the door and uh, another uh, police officer comes in. This guy, though, he's not, he's not dressed in a, um, a uniform. He's dressed uh, uh, plain clothes. Uh, he introduces himself to a lot of you. Uh, Hello there, I'm uh, Detective Harden. I understand uh, uh, you guys were some of the last to see uh, Hannah alive. Uh, w- which one of you is Mr. Spade? That would be me. So, I was speaking with someone and the, he said uh, uh, um, that you were, I guess, an agent before? Uh, yes. Oh, excellent. Uh, listen, now, I know this is kind of out there, but would you mind uh, doing some looking into this on your own? I'd really appreciate it. Listen, I would love to do that, but I have um, I have rent I have to pay. I have a job I've got to go to. Um, I, I don't get paid for this anymore. Well, listen, if you find anything, I'll make sure you guys get paid, and also you'll have, trust me, you'll have a friend in the department. Well, a job's a job. <laughs> I guess I could take this one off. Tell you what. And he, he actually reaches into his own uh, uh, pocket and pulls out a... Uh, uh, pulls out his wallet, counts out five dollars, and hands it to you, and says, "It, me- it would mean a lot to me." <laughs> yeah. Um, I look at that. Wow. I mean, cops were so different back in the day. They give you money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of stunned myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, yeah, okay, I'll head right you, out there. If, you, if you're deputizing people. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll take him with me. Whoa. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you guys roll uh, persuade? This is gonna be like Die Hard three. Oh, I'm taking it with me because he just wrestled a 60-year-old man to the ground and beat the crap out of him without thinking twice. I want somebody that's going to do that. <laughs> uh, my persuade's 80, and I rolled I rolled 10. Oh, okay. Well, you rolled a 10? Uh, he says, uh, okay, okay, fine, listen. I, I can't be handing out piles of money to, to you and your crew, whatever, you know. Uh, but but here, here's, here's a couple more bucks. He, he slaps down $3. Because I'm white. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're not white? <laughs> it's the 20s. Uh, I count that money and I put it in my pocket and it's three more dollars than I had before. Now, uh, listen, uh, uh, um, Mr. Spade, uh, just to kind of let you know, we have no idea what this was so far. Now, I, I heard you had something to say about it maybe being a, a, a husband or a, a, well, like a father, I guess. We haven't found anything there, but she's been ripped open. He says that. We were, he says that and then like looks over at Ma with this absolutely guilty shame face. She doesn't notice anything. And after staring at her for a little bit, kind of looks back over to uh, uh, to Dolores. How's Dolores looking? Well, she's probably compulsively cleaning the kitchen. Okay. And just like trying to make herself busy as much as possible. 
Harden just looks a little concerned about scaring the women folk. And so, and he, looking at them, he kind of goes back to it and says, listen, she was ripped open, not pretty. Not pretty at all. Um, Where's the body now? Well, uh, they, they, they picked her up, took her to the morgue. I'm going to just usher us three out of the kitchen. Let's say, at this point, Hank puts his drink and knife and fork down and just sits quietly while they're talking <laughs> about the body. Are you done with that? Uh, no, I'll, I'll just let it settle first for a minute. Just oh. To, I fully intend on Look down disappointedly. The stomach makes this gurgling yeah. noise. <laughs> yeah. Uh, basic, basically, uh, I mean, from what we understand so far, you guys weren't actually the last to have seen her. As, 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 he, as you guys kind of make your way off, uh, he's kind of explaining this all to you. He says, uh, so uh, there was this call about a crazy woman uh, wandering around in the middle of the road at the middle of the night last night. We sent one of our uh, beat cops out, a guy named Halicott, new guy. He went out there, went looking for it. He ended up, found, found her, spilled all over the side of the road like a sack of potatoes. He didn't take it too well, but uh, that's that's kind of why you guys were the next step. We don't... We don't know what happened to her. We don't know why she was out there. She's out by the junkyard, ripped open, and wandering around crazy before that happened. Yeah. And uh, she uh, is high as a kite. Now, I mean, Halicott, listen, Halicott put in a, uh, you know, his report and everything, but if you guys want to go talk to him, I can I can give you guys his address. Have, have you folks ruled out uh, animals? Like we were asking last night, I, I recall, and... Pretty sure it's not animals. I mean, it, it looks like stuff is missing. We're not sure it's animals. It just doesn't look like a bite or anything. Okay. Well, now I thought I'd be spending my morning, but uh, like, like you said, Sam, a, a job is a job, and uh, hopefully we can provide some insight for you, officer, and, and rustle up something that uh, maybe your boys missed. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. Uh, and if you've, if you've got any official police business, try to keep it to me. That that would be best. Uh, here, Here's my card. Uh, Thank in you. In case you guys need to give me a call. You should interview everybody that called in. Make a map of everybody that called in and when they called in so we know exactly which direction she was going and where she was coming from. Well, it was only one call we got. It was a it was a, a couple heading up north, uh, I think Shrewsbury Port or something. They were just driving down the road. They they almost hit her, uh, and then they, they put in a call when they when they got to their destination. And what time did that call come in? Late last night. Late, late. You don't know the exact time? Uh, the time the call came in? 1 a.m.? What time did she leave? Uh, I remember her leaving. You you guys, well, for those of you who saw her leave that last night, she probably left maybe around 7 or so. Wow, that's a lot of time. There's nothing to work with there. We can go stomp around at the junkyard, see what we see on the way there. How far away is the junkyard? A few miles out of town. How far away is my character? A few yeah, miles you, out of town, and we're in the middle of town? Yeah, as you guys are discussing, you guys hear... Shit. And then the door flies open. Greeting, y'all. I'm I'm okay. I'm not Sick gonna do nothing. I'm just here for my bottles. Can I just deck him? <laughs> yeah, if you. I mean, there is there a, a cop standing there. You can take a swing at him. Uh, go ahead. Uh, you, you roll your go punch. to jail. I uh, rolled a 46 out of uh, uh, my skill for fist punch is 65. Okay, oh, so yeah. Jesus. Yeah. So yeah, uh, roll your dodge if you want to try to dodge out of the way of that. <gasps> As you try to persuade him not to punch you in the face. My dodge says dex times two. Yeah, and, and then also thirty. Yeah, so thirty's your percentage. Ninety. Okay. Man, my rolls are shit in every fucking game so I play. So the old the old man lurches back with preternatural speed and then bounces back up just in time to get knocked in the face. Uh, three. Okay, so he hits you hard and you've got a nice shiner. You go sprawling back. Are you gonna respond to this in kind 
Or are you going to take this like a gentleman? Like a Georgia gentleman? I deserve that, I guess. <laughs> Who let this psychopath out of the jail? Wait, guys, guys, guys. I know what happened to her. I know what happened Hard to her. Harden says, whoa, 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 whoa. Calm it down here. I'm, I, I assure you this is a necessary part of our investigation. This man took Ma's face apart. <laughs> yeah. Guys, I know what happened to the lady. Yeah, I, I heard about died. that. I heard about that. You were lucky that uh, Ma's a very forgive, forgiving lady. Oh, we go way back. This ain't the first time. We'll be the last. <laughs> That's shit. That's bullshit. She likes it. Why does she press charges? She craves it. Why? Look, the Lord says help. They'll help those who help themselves. And that's all I do. So, uh, what do you think you know, old man? All right, here's what happened to the lady, right? She had a child out of wedlock. So, obviously, she was pregnant with the devil's child. And it <sighs> burst forth from within her, tearing her and eviscerating her innards. Obviously, it came from within her because it was the devil and blew her apart. And that's why you don't have sex out of wedlock. We're going to put a pin in that theory. We'll explore that <laughs> this afternoon. You guys need me. Harden looks pretty shocked at this uh, statement and says, uh, you guys have any other questions about this? Anything I can, box. I want to kind of lay it out here because I've got, I've got stuff I'm handling and unfortunately I can't do much, but if, if yeah, you guys can do this. I want to know where the body is. Oh, with the body? Uh, uh, it's at the morgue. Very good. Listen, you got that done right. Tell them I sent you, they should let you in, no problem. Dolores will come out with an, a, the entire thing of tea and ask if there were any other bodies that they found like this before. Like this? Like recently? Or just in general? In general. In this area. Not really. A few years back, there were a few ritual killings, uh, kind of uh, crazy stuff, like crazy, crazy witchcraft stuff, but even that was not like this. Not just like in the middle of the road. You know what I mean? That's like crazy setup and stuff. I just want to make sure it'll be safe if I ever have to go out. I'm gonna roll some kind of uh, some kind of intelligence, intuition, um, based on uh, cultural background. Um, it, it, I didn't consider until this moment that maybe there could be some kind of a ritual involved in any of this. A cult is actually a skill. Or, or you can just roll your education halved. Well, I do have I do have some occult. Yeah, roll that in. Uh, I got a 12 out of uh, 26. Okay, so, yeah, you, you think about this uh, from some of your time down uh, down south. Voodoo rituals, things like that. Usually that's performed on animals, but that tends to usually be in a ritualistic place. But if, if, if he's right about what he's saying about organs being taken, that's a possibility. That could, that could have some kind of occult tie-in if it, you know, certain organs have power. And Well, I'm going to put that under my hat until it becomes... Necessary information. I did not know that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, we know that you uh, imbibe, and she's clearly <laughs> imbibed. Would you uh, be able to find out where she gets her stuff? Probably the hospital. Is there still a police think. officer here while he's saying this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm not sure what. I get my liquor from the liquor store, sir. Well, find out where she gets her liquor. Where Ma gets it? Who, who are you pointing to? Ma, yeah. She's clearly the only person here that's liquored up. Probably because she got slashed in the face and is in supermodel pain. Uh, she had this girl living in her house, and her face got, or her entire body got ripped up. She was assaulted by a lunatic last night, and she is far from PTSD. <laughs> okay, <laughs> she should be a little shaken up. I don't care how much you medicate. <laughs> There's a certain level of oh fuck, life sucks. 
Sure thing. Uh, anyway, we'll we'll let you know. We'll call you up if we find anything. Certainly, certainly. That that'd be great. Listen, anything you guys can find, I'd appreciate it. Agent, I'm relying on you. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> this is a nice start. If this investigation runs in tomorrow, you know, I mean, this is yeah, be yeah. an ongoing. Oh, okay. Yeah, hang on. And he rips out his notepad and, and scribbles down a, a, an address on it. Gives you the address of uh, Officer Halicott, who is the officer that had discovered the body. He says, if you guys want to talk to him, he, he's the one who found it. He might be helpful. I don't know. Father Grandfather is going to follow you around. Be your little shepherd. Gonna help you out. It's good. I've got Bibles everywhere. I think the officer go upstairs get my thirty eight. <laughs> yeah. Um, Thank you, folks. Thank yeah, you. All. Yep. See ya. See ya. Um, and he makes his way out. On, on the way up the stairs, I, uh, I slap uh, Sam on the shoulder. Uh, Mr. Spade. Next time you want to talk about imbibing in front of an officer, maybe maybe double check that with your you know with your. He's not gonna. <laughs> he's not gonna mind. do anything because we're the two people looking into this case for him. Yeah, that, that's that's fine. I just, Hank, I was still. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say. Are you guys? You guys sorry, in the living room thing. still? We're, we're walking uh, up the stairs. Okay. Right? okay, when you're on your way up, Hank's gonna put his coffee down. He's gonna start going up the stairs because obviously I heard everything you guys. Yeah, you know, every, everything mm. that was. Okay. Animals, so, animals, all of you clean. Uh, you, yeah, you guys yeah. all head upstairs as a. Um, <laughs> you couldn't even put it next to the sink. You clean up after everybody, and as you're down there. Uh, you hear the smack of something against the uh, doorstop, and you go out and you see the the morning paper uh, has arrived. Looks like it's got some interesting uh, articles. In it. Ew, I do read it because I love to read. Reading is a thing I love. Well, anyway, so Hanks, if he's following you guys up the stairs, when it, when there's a break in the conversation, Hanks just gonna sort of just slide in there. It's just like you want to follow this girl's tracks. I can help you track her. How's that? Done a lot of hunting in my time. I think I might be able to help steer you guys in the right direction, see if she went anywhere else besides the dome. As you guys are walking up the stairs, talking to each other, you guys actually walk past Hannah's room as you guys are discussing things. So I get my 38. Okay. Because <laughs> so, I'm like, not being I'm in this house with them. While, while he's getting his 38, <laughs> I'm going to jiggle the doorknob, see if it's open. Looks like it's locked. Locked. All right. Um. Well, then I'm going to have the key. kick Ma, it open. Ma must have the key. Um. Yeah. Poor I'm gonna, Ma has the key. I'm gonna go down. Yeah. I'm gonna go down. I'm gonna say, uh, Hey, Ma. Uh, do you happen to have uh, Hannah's key? Which we're helping with the investigation. You're a loud smack. She's <laughs> such a sweet girl. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. I got a key. Here. 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 And she. She. Kind of fumbles around the uh, kitchen for a while and then just hands you a key ring full of keys. That's great. That's great, Ma. Thank you so much. Go on to Hannah's door first and foremost, get in there, see what I see. Unlock it and uh, make your way in. As you go into the uh, the apartment, you're looking around it, by and large, it looks like a pretty, uh, pretty clean place. Uh, but it's also very bare. Clean probably isn't, isn't uh, enough. I would say more sterile. Like, she doesn't really get a lot of use out of this place. You look around, there's not really any personal effects other than some clothes and some basic items. Like... Some cutlery, some some snack foods, things like that. No newspapers, photos, or anything. Uh, the bed looks freshly made, although as you're looking around, uh, it's slightly damp to the touch. Uh, I will investigate this damp to the touch if there's anything to it, and if there's not, spot hidden. You s- strip back the uh, sheets on it, and it looks like the uh, entire linen is slick and black with mildew. Biology, natural history, or have that idea. 
It's like my bed. You can, you can do any of those. Somehow have, I knew that would be like your bed. Biology, natural history, or halved idea. Everybody has a pretty uh, good idea. I'll do a halved idea. Yeah. Uh, that would be 43 and a half. Dan, you got high idea, son. 42 and a half. We'll round up. And I got a 49. Aww. Okay. Right, hold on, we'll do mine. Mine's a half of my idea is 40. Ah, 48. Okay, you guys look at it, and that's just kind of gross. Thank <laughs> you. <Yeah. laughs> Have a nice day. <laughs> Am I overhearing any of this? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you come out, you've got you've got your Bibles clutched to you. Uh, you see they've gone into Hannah's room. Can I just stare into it and roll a check? Yeah, yeah, sure. Nope. Okay. <laughs> we all dumb as idiots. That's okay. You guys look at it, it's just basically, this bed is just nasty and slick with mildew. It doesn't look like she's been, um... Ma's been skipping on laundry day. So. Uh, doesn't look like she's used it recently, at least. Yeah, I, th I think maybe, uh, maybe Hannah's been parking it somewhere else. None of this seems right. None of this seems right at all. Yeah, as you look around a little more, uh, you, you notice, uh, uh, in because you're specifically checking over her bed, you notice that uh, inside of one of her pillows, she's got a small little diary tucked away in it. I'm going to come over and knock on the door and say, Mr. Spade, I found something in the paper. Right now, because what about, the fact of, look what at about, this guy. Well, I was... <laughs> well, I was reading the paper from this morning, and it mentioned something about the artists. Oh, give me that, give me that. No, 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 no. And here's what Cyril read on the newspaper. <laughs> Arkham type is slain. The body of Hannah Pickering, 20, a resident of Arkham for the past six months, was found early this morning on the city's outskirts by police. Certain unspeakable liberties were taken with the deceased, apparently after death. The horrible crime recalls the Jack the Ripper murders committed in London 40 years ago. Miss Pickering's family have not yet been traced, but their grief, when they are told of their daughter's death, can be imagined. Uh, Police Chief Aza Nichols uh, went on record today to state that the ma maniac who was responsible for this deed must surely have been some transient, I look at the that father-grandfather, um, <laughs> perhaps one of the amoral sensualists who are attracted to nearby Kingsport claim to be artists. Surely no Arkham resident could be responsible for so repugnant a crime. Chief Nichols prompted that the killer of Miss Pickering would be swiftly brought to justice. The citizens of Arkham can but pray that he is right. There's another article that I ripped out from the paper because I thought it would be handy for us. True, yeah, that, 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 that second one is from the Arkham Gazette. The first one is from the Advertiser. Two of Arkham's finest newspapers. This one reads, The body of Miss Hannah Pickering, 20, was found at 1 a.m. this morning beside the North Garrison Road near the town dump. The victim had been dead for less than an hour when discovered. Officials say police officer Edmund Hellicott, who discovered the body, said, I have never seen so horrible a sight. Whoever did this was an animal. The reporter un understands that the nature of the attack was brutal in the extreme and that the details are not fit for publication in the family newspaper. The perpetrator of the deed as yet remains unknown at large. That is strange. There was a murderer in uh, in Austin some many years ago uh, who murdered servant girls. A, a, a number of them. I I, I hope it's not uh, a similar thing. Uh, like she a wasn't Jack the Ripper. Well, adjust glasses. No, in, in Austin, Texas. But uh, this is a uh, maybe different. Uh, there may be there may be something more to this. Like uh, someone, uh, especially someone, took liberties with her, and uh, if there were organs missing. 
we might be on to something much darker than uh how does that newspaper know things were were done to her if the police didn't release shut those up, old man. i'm just saying <laughs> the police didn't release those details how does that newspaper company know about it jack the ripper thing is a sensationalist thing jack the ripper killed prostitutes this woman is not a prostitute well aren't they all though really in the lord's eyes all right prosciutto uh, curtains okay oh no body ripped open was running around acting like a lunatic we've got it well, one lunatic upstairs with us, but he isn't on anything. We got another lunatic downstairs on something. I'm high on the Lord. I mean, Ma's Ma's <laughs> on something because she of uh, the pain in her face. Uh, I, I I don't feel that Ma was on anything prior to Mr. Bullwhip here. I, I assume that uh, that Sam's uh, ready to go. Are you ready to to head out? You've got a diary. Oh, that's right. I completely forgot. I mean, you find out she wrote down what she was doing that night. Oh, I thought you said Let's diarrhea. She had a diarrhea in the pillow. Well, you look through the diary, and uh, by and large, the diary is pretty bland. It's you know, it's it's neat penmanship, uh, uh, well written, but there's nothing really in the way of revelations. Just some reminders, like clean windows, pick up dress from the cleaners, and and a few notes about about her work. Come on, uh, what's the juicy stuff? Uh, <laughs> Maybe it's got something hidden inside of it. Shut up, old man! People do that sometimes, I'm just Outside saying. Outside of that, though, one thing that you do see, uh, uh, looks like, looks <laughs> like the corner of one of the pages has been ripped away. Like, it's completely missing. Yeah. How recent? Uh, it's an older page. Hmm. Uh, probably about a third of the way through the diary. Uh, are, they, are these pages dated? Some of them are, but it's pretty sporadic. This is, this is not a, uh, not a well-done diary. Not a lot of revelations in it. What is the color of the diary? Uh, Sounds like a delightful read. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is a diary that would captivate uh, Miss Delaney. Yes. Missing page a few months back. I pointed out to Sam. Uh, thumb to the end. Anything revelatory at the end of it? No. 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 Nothing hidden in the pages. Yeah. Flapping, flapping it around. No. The edge of a page when you first rip it, it's got mm -hmm. kind of like a little fray on it. Mm -hmm. But then over time, it just kind of like falls. Does it have that fray on it? It's still got a little bit of the fray on it. Just, you just ripped it. I'm going to look around for paper. Okay. I'll hand it to... spot hidden? Yeah. 12. Okay, okay so you, you go shaking everything down, basically. You're looking through a whole yeah. place. Uh, you, you I hand the diary to, to Miss Bland. To okay. Lancy, but, but, <laughs> but, but a solid 11, which I like. <laughs> so uh, as you hand Subtle off the diary, link. the two of you, uh, 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 Cyril and Sam, proceed to look over... Her uh, apartment, so looking for anything you guys can find. And one thing you guys notice, uh, searching pretty thoroughly through it, you guys find in the uh, pocket of one of the uh, coats hanging in her closet, uh, you find a piece that matches that torn out chunk of the diary. And it's got uh, an address on it. 89 North Sentinel Street, apartment 5. The address that I was given earlier, is that the same address? No, no, the address you were given uh, was for... For the detective. Yeah, yeah, for a police yeah officer. I just wanted to make sure she wasn't like, yeah, you know, seeing him on the side or anything. No, this is, yeah, that, that's uh, police detective, or sorry, police officer Halicott. All right, so we got three places to go. Well, I, I think we should split up, gang. <laughs> Are we all involved in this now? You guys, because I, I got paid, but I'm not paying. Well, you don't want to involve me, so you're going to try and ditch me. Uh, yeah, and I, I, I got, uh, we're, you know, we're, we're a team. Um, yeah, he's my partner. Can I roll a psychology check or I, something? Is well, I mean, you know, you've got to persuade. I'm, I'm guessing it goes like this. Uh, you you try to convince them that, that you you could be really helpful. 
And then uh, eventually they start to realize that if this is some kind of homicidal ritual murderer or cult or whatever, or giant uh, rogue bear or whatever, that uh, you can perhaps tie it up while they uh, uh, find a way to deal with it. And by tie it up, catch knives, you know, whatever, wrestle a bear. You're the magnet. Yeah, there you go. Lord is my shield and I shall be yours. Um, just don't let him talk, please. <laughs> yeah, as I said, well, as far as Hank's involvement, he's like kind of obviously disturbed that something that crazy happened and the cops are relying on average people and you guys are taking the initiative, so he's definitely just curious and wants to see it through to the end. No. You can know, that's the thing. He's 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 a, he's a 20-year-old guy who's uneducated, so if, if the if the detective is like or the 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 the, eight, the uh, government agent was like no, then it's like oh okay then <laughs> okay then I won't do that. <laughs> don't for, don't forget that Hank Jr. is a certified goddamn hero. He's That's got a, true. he's got a credit rating of seventy because he lifted that car off of that little kid once. Mm-hmm. You're in charge of the loony. I am I am like local. <laughs> you're, you're dependable. I guess that would make that mean like I'd be like locally semi-famous then. Yeah yeah, yeah. okay. You're yeah. a farmhand. You could still get a mortgage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My credit rating's twelve. What, what's uh, what's Dolores thinking right about now? Well, I'm just a woman, so probably not much. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're suddenly more attractive to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I could probably help out in the like information department since I've read a lot of books about the mundane. So perhaps something about this will be mundane enough for me. I know a lot of shit. <laughs> got She's mouth. got a mouth, that girl. <laughs> and a nose. <laughs> Two eyes. Uh, Sam, I think you and I need to go to that um, morgue. Hank, why don't you take um, Father Grandfather to the dump? No. No. I think I know what you're saying. <laughs> and that's okay. <laughs> if you guys are looking for the dump, you might want to go to the toilet. I want to go to the crime scene. Is that but, right? How about I go to the address and meet you all later? You know oh, what? Hell no. um, how about you all go You go to the dump, you go to do your thing, and I go to that torn out piece of paper place and see what's there. If you let that crime scene stay any longer we, we could miss tracks and everything else so we got to get there as quickly as possible understood i i think that uh dolores and i will uh if you can stomach kick dolores uh we'll sw- I'll do my best we'll swing by the morgue uh and then we'll we'll uh look in on this other address here because i think that that could definitely shed some light on uh it's not that i can't handle it i just don't like it the only thing we really need from the morgue is what organs were taken that is exactly what i need to know you got books i got I've got so many. I'm sure books. you can talk to the, the whoever the the exam the medical examiner whoever did it is probably there at the morgue. That's fine. We'll talk to them. Yeah. Didn't somebody say something about? But I witchcraft? will bring reference material. He did mention something about there having been some kind of uh, ritualistic killings in the past. And then uh, you brushed over that as being not not related. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, Sam. See, I grew up in in Albany, but uh, but my old grandmama, she. We grew up just outside of Baton Rouge, and she was a Creole woman. I've seen and heard a thing or two about some dark rituals, and uh, I, the the, uh, the prospect of a, of a mi- missing organs—that's uh, well, well, let's just say it ain't kosher. 
can I roll some sort of check to sneak out and get to that address they found while no one's oh, looking? No. Oh, they're, they're talking. You can just walk oh, away. I'm, I'm, I'm watching this guy out of the corner okay. of my eye. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and make, a make, make a sneak check then, since uh, I don't even know what a, Agent Spade is all over you. you should just persuade him, since I can't fail persuasion. <laughs> nope. Okay, so... Uh, yeah, the, the Bible salesman, he's kind of standing around. He grabs us uh, a pepper shaker off of the table and throws it at the ground and shouts out, Smoke bomb! And <laughs> runs off. Smoke bomb! I don't know if you guys want to follow him or just, yeah, let him sand crab away. <laughs> I'm sprinting like a son of a gun. Well, Dolores, um... My agility I'm, is up there. You all ready to go? I am as ready as I'll ever be. Are you faster than I am? Because I don't really feel like I'm running. Speed-wise... You guys are all pretty much the same speed. You guys all run human speed. But he's old. Yeah, I mean... You can last longer. Yeah, cons- Constitution's kind of... My deck's 15. How is that... I, 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 Constitution's I like you, 17. If you're older than 40, don't you take negative... Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my took a mountain is terrible. Of Damn, man. I took, I took down my Constitution even more, too. Yeah, wow. he, he's a freak. Like <laughs> I, I just rolled random, man. I don't know yeah, what's going he on. Did, over and over again. He's just like... Hey, random, I'm random, missing like some that. hit points because this jerk punched me in the face. I'm sprinting out. So, what's it. your constitution? My con, uh, my 18. Ooh, you can scary. you can run him down. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. So, do you want? You, you, you be like, hey, go, go get, get him. him. All right, I'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah he's yes, a, sir. He's the most fit okay, looking yeah, guy. Yeah. You just in run after him. Yeah, yeah. I say yes, sir. Try <laughs> what? I roll my 100. You don't even need to. You've okay. got you, your constitution. What? Tired. You just run him down. Uh, it okay. takes a while because the old man is shockingly fast. <laughs> I'm just going, damn, this old man's fast. Like, he looks like a mile of bad road, but he runs like the Dickens. Just and like me, just like me. Yeah. Just like me, guys. Where are you running? I'm, I'm trying to get to the address that they found because no one's the going there. So he's Why, like, how would, he, how would you have even seen that? I was there when you found it. Yeah, but yeah, we, I didn't show it to you. You guys read it out loud. Did no, we? we didn't. Oh. Why would we read it out loud? <laughs> we would Damn not it. read it out loud. It's I mean, tucked in my notepad right now. It's possible you assumed that the address that they were talking about earlier is the address they were talking about later, which is the address to the uh, the cop. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, oh, yeah. oh, 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 so oh, oh my so God! Oh my God! Oh my God! the cop's house. I'll, I'll look at Sam and be like, "Should I? Should I go? Should you know, like, stop him? Just run after him. Give him, give him a chase. Use your best judgment. Okay." If he if if he looks like a guy oh, wow. that needs to hit the pavement hard, that's your call. Okay. So Hank Jr. gives chase, uh-huh. but keeps his distance, yeah, keeping yeah. his options open. And if if he's running that fast after after we turn a couple corners or whatever, I'm just gonna let him go. Because I know it's like he if he doesn't, I don't even know where he thinks he's going, and he can't possibly know about the address in the diary. And I'm just like, this guy, what am I doing? I'm heading to an address. It's all I know. <laughs> okay. Whee! So, I, so I'll make sure he's gone, and I'm going to head back. we got more interesting like, things to yeah, do anyways. Because yeah. I know there's a murder that happened, and we're on our way to figure that out. Uh, before we slip out of Mars, uh, if there's a moment when no one's watching me, I'm going to see what's in her medicine cabinet. Okay. Uh, looks like she has a freshly provided bottle of uh, pills. I'm going to take a handful of those pills, put them in my pocket. Okay. Uh, what kind of pills are they? They, they, they appear to be uh, some strong opiates. Fantastic. <laughs> I wish I took some of those before I sprinted. I told you, way, Sam. <laughs> interesting observation. My constitution is four. 
Oh, wow. <laughs> so those things hit you like a Mack truck, should you take one. <laughs> wait, wait, when you said you take them, do you mean you take them? I, take, I put them yeah, in my pocket. I'm about to say. It's like, it's like, I just get a handful and do it. <laughs> yeah, constitution's yeah, lower from all the smoking. Yeah, when, when you're taking uh, numbers of pills equal to your constitution, that's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Join us next episode as our investigators hit the mean streets of Arkham to shed light on poor Hannah's dismal demise. Remember, to follow our future exploits, subscribe to our series via your favorite podcast player. And to learn the latest on what our talented team of writers and performers are up to, consider supporting us at patreon.com slash omniversemedia. There, you'll find weekly updates on our productions and a bevy of bonus content, such as the exclusive podcast, Cthulhu Cthomentary. Here, our creative team dissect the details for every episode. It's kind of, what if Jello tentacle porn is the soft implication in the Luscious Jelly Crystals commercial? Where do you, <laughs> that, my question, where do you come up with this stuff? Like, where does it come from? Uh, I borrow heavily from reality. There was a product from the 1930s, a brand of gelatin in an amazing polyhedral package. Folks, it's officially the bewitching hour. I hope your windows and doors are locked tight. But you know, sometimes even that's not enough. Terra can always find you in your dreams. For the occasion, I've dusted off an old wax cylinder recording. <laughs> it's quite dusty, in fact. Might have been one of the last ones made. And it's quite unusual. Cut from glow-in-the-dark wax, if you can believe it. Even with the lights on, it's quite vivid. A rare and eerie recording for an equally rare and eerie night. This is Thomas Negevin performing Welcome to My Nightmare. Sweet dreams.
Thanks for listening to the Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. And be sure to subscribe to our series via your favorite podcast player to get all the latest episodes. Episode 2, A Murder Most Mysterious, was written and performed by Luke Scram, Kat Blackard, Doug Banks, Kay, Brandon Gerson, and Rule Nudson. And is based on the Call of Cthulhu scenario, Behold the Mother, from Dead Reckonings, published by Chaosium Incorporated. Additional performance by Jessica Ullman. The series is edited and produced by Colin Peterson and Kat Blackard, and the original score is composed and performed by Ryan McQuinn and Mike McQuinn of Neon Dolphin. Home for all your custom music needs and more, neondolphinmusic.com. For full episode credits, transcripts, as well as character sheets and other supplemental material, visit CthulhuMystery.com. This program is made possible by the support of listeners like you. Join us at Patreon.com slash Omniverse Media. All characters appearing are fictitious, and any resemblance to persons living or dead is purely coincidental. This series is recorded and produced in Central Florida and Nashville, Tennessee, on lands ruthlessly taken from their indigenous people, the Tamuqua and Seminole, and Yuchi, Shawnee, and Cherokee, respectively. To learn more about the First Nations of the lands where you live, visit native-land.ca. This has been the Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program. Good night. Omniverse. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. In June of 2020, an amateur podcaster disappeared from the Carson National Forest while searching for the legendary Thin Treasure. But he was adamant that he was onto something big. He was obsessed. He showed her some hand-drawn map to a treasure out in northern New Mexico. The subjective truth is part treasure hunt, part paranormal docudrama. Starring Addison Peacock as Graham Anderson. Back at home, I placed the box on the counter, and I just stared at it for a while. You'd never be able to guess its social impact on the human race by looking at its simplistic design. UFOs, ghosts, reincarnation, and liars. This is The Subjective Truth. Subscribe now. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.